from the nation's capital, here is tonight's Nations Report. It's 6 p.m. across the Turks and Caicos Islands, and coming up in today's Nations Report for the 23rd day of December 2021. Locally, Flow TCI announces $25,000 worth of upgrades for local schools. Regionally, Guyana Joint Service personnel latest to benefit from tax-free bonuses. Internationally, Omicron up to 70% less likely to need hospital care. And in sports, Jaden Davis of the Provo Aquatics Club and season in stellar fashion. These are just some of the headlines coming up for today. With the details, I'm Damian Wilson. And now, here is tonight's news. Flow TCI, in collaboration with Cable and Wireless Charitable Foundation, CWCF, and the Ministry of Education, has announced a partnership to bring increased connectivity and broadband access to the INT Pratt Primary School, C. Hubert James Primary School, and the Raymond Gardner High School for the new school year. Joanne Mizik, country manager for Flow TCI, said this is the third presentation being made by the CWCF within the last three years as part of a larger disbursement to the Ministry of Education to further inspire learning and the advancement of education. In this phase, the foundation has covered three schools. Next year, CWCF will connect an additional five schools, bringing their total investment in education to over $150,000 since launching in 2017. Flow TCI has continuously contributed to the development of our young people through the provision of scholarships, free high-speed internet services to public schools throughout the islands, and information communications technology ICT tools. Minister of Youth, Education, Employment, and Library Services, the Honorable Rachel Taylor said, Through this donation, the connectivity in these schools will be upgraded to allow students and teachers in all classrooms to have internet access. This initiative is essential as our teachers continue to incorporate virtual lessons and activities alongside face-to-face lessons. It also will provide teachers easy access to our online education management and information systems, the EMIS, which they update daily. On behalf of the Ministry and Department of Education, I extend a hearty thank you to Cable & Wireless Charitable Foundation and Flow TCI for their continued support to the development and enhancement of our education system over the years. The generous donation formed part of the company's 2021 Mission Week celebrations, which this year focused on providing an environment for e-learning and connectivity with the latest fiber-to-the-home technology and key infrastructural upgrades to each school in alignment with the Ministry of Education's goal to empower schools through technology. Spearheaded by parent company Liberty Latin America Limited, Mission Week demonstrates the company's ongoing commitment to giving back to its communities and supporting digital access for more people across the region. As the holidays are upon us and Christmas is right around the corner, the Ministry of Health is reminding persons that they should protect themselves this holiday season. They are encouraging the general public to follow all health protocols and guidelines as you celebrate the holidays. Also, they want to encourage persons to get vaccinated if you haven't been vaccinated and if you have been vaccinated to get that booster shot. The Ministry of Health says that it is important that we remember to stay safe during the holidays. 
Minister of Health and Human Services, the Honorable Jamal Robinson, emphasized just this in his Christmas message, where he also thanked the healthcare workers who have played a key role during the pandemic. This Christmas season will no doubt be different for many, but we can take comfort in the fact that the sacrifices we've made earlier and those we continue to make will protect us, our loved ones, and our communities. It is important that we stay up to date on the health protocols and recommendations and follow them. We have a lot to be thankful for and we should display our gratitude. Even though this is still a challenging time, it's also an opportunity to think about what is good in our lives. Following my ministry's last press conference on November 11th and the tremendous feedback related to the cabinet decisions, I was happy to deliver the good news of celebrating this festive season with less restrictions. By so many measures, our country is stronger and more prosperous than a year ago. And I am hopeful that we will build on the progress made. Let us take time to thank our doctors, nurses, healthcare workers, who by their sheer determination and resilience ensured the safety of our health and well-being throughout this pandemic. That was Minister of Health and Human Services, the Honorable Jamal Robinson. Premier of the Turks and Caicos Islands, the Honorable C. Washington Mizig, also encouraged members of the public and the entire country to continue to stay safe during this holiday season, and he also thanked those healthcare workers who played a key role. The Premier said in his message, We show love when we protect every child we meet. We show love when we care for the sick, the vulnerable, and the disabled. We show love when we comfort those who lost loved ones and are spending the holidays with an empty place and a missing face at the table. To those who mourn, we pray that the good memories will be a balm to soothe the pain in your hearts. We show love when we respect and honor those on the front lines who keep us safe and keep our islands operating. To our police officers, doctors, nurses, airport, tourism, and all essential workers who serve us in good and bad times, you exemplify the spirit of Christmas. On behalf of a grateful people, I thank you. 2021 had its share of challenges, but together we have celebrated our many triumphs, including the full opening of the tourism sector and the recent reopening of the cruise industry. That was an excerpt from the Honorable Premier Charles Washington Mizig's Christmas message to the nation. The COVID-19 National Dashboard update currently shows that 70 active cases are across the islands, with 62 active cases on Providenciales, 6 active cases on Grand Turk, and 2 active cases on Parrot Key. The country identified 30 new infections yesterday, with 27 infections being identified on Providenciales, two on Grand Turk, and one on Parrot Key. The country also saw six recoveries, and total number of COVID-related deaths remains at 26. This brings us to the end of this segment of the newscast. Stay tuned to Radio Turks and Caicos. Up next is news from the region.
Guyanese president, Ephraim Ali, on Wednesday announced a one-month tax-free salary for all members of the joint services. Less than 24 hours after he had announced a two-week tax-free bonus for all healthcare workers as he praised them for their service to the country during the coronavirus pandemic. President Ali, who made the announcement during the Guyana Defense Force annual Christmas lunch, said that the tax-free salary is in addition to the 7% salary increase announced earlier this month and paid along with the December salaries. Last year, the Joint Services received a two-week tax-free bonus from the government. President Ali gave no other details, including the total sum of the latest payout to the number of military personnel who will benefit from the tax-free salary. On Tuesday, Ali said the two weeks tax-free bonus to healthcare workers would result in approximately Guyanese $612 million being dished out to an estimated 9,200 healthcare workers and complements the 7% retroactive bonus they had already received this month. The 7% salary increase to 50,000 public servants will cost the country an estimated Guyanese $10.5 billion. The Antigua and Barbuda government says there will be no fets, that's parties, allowed in the country during the Christmas holidays amid fears of the Omicron variant. Health Minister Melvin Joseph, speaking on Tuesday, said the risk profile would be significantly elevated from having an event with 300 patients contemporaneous with the removal of the state of emergency and curfew as of Friday this week. The suspension of the state of emergency on the 24th at 12.01 a.m. local time is a game-changer. That would represent the first time in about almost two years that we could be managing COVID without the state of emergency. I support the lifting of the state of emergency, but this is what happens. When the government removed the state of emergency, it sort of put down a tool that was used for several months effectively to control the movement of people in the country and, to some extent, socialization, he said. The health minister said by taking the decision to lift the state of emergency and the daily curfew, the onus now is on the individual to adhere to every protocol, such as wearing masks, social distancing, and washing hands in an effort to prevent the spread of the virus. Sir Melwin said while the situation continues to be reviewed, FETs are being put on hold for the time being and that the Gaston Brown government continues to monitor the emerging situation regarding the Omicron variant, the fifth variant of concern which spreads over five times faster than the Delta variant. He acknowledged that the government had earlier given approval for FETs to be held with patrons not exceeding 300 persons and being fully vaccinated, but told television viewers that there had been a reversal in that policy. No longer the case, he said, with regards to the initial policy, adding, because of the Omicron, no FETs as far as I know, there are no FETs simply because with the elimination, so to speak, of the curfew as well as the state of emergency, and you have large fats that go all night and all morning, you quadruple your risk. It is about the numbers, the health minister said, adding, last week we made a decision that for the time being and we are going to be looking at the situation, we have to review the issue of the Omicron in the particular every week in Cabinet. This brings us to the end of regional news. Up next is news farther afield.
In news out of the United Kingdom, people catching Omicron are 50 to 70% less likely to need hospitalization compared with previous variants, a major analysis says. The UK Health Security Agency says its early findings are encouraging, but the variant could still lead to large numbers of people in hospital. It also shows the vaccine's ability to stop you catching Omicron starts to wane 10 weeks after a booster dose. Protection against severe disease is likely to be far more robust. The reports come hot on the heels of data from South Africa, Denmark, England and Scotland, which all pointed to reduced severity. The latest analysis is based on all cases of Omicron and Delta in the United Kingdom since the beginning of November, including 132 people admitted to the hospital with the variant. There have also been 14 deaths in people within 28 days of catching Omicron. The report shows people catching Omicron are 31 to 45 percent less likely to go to accident and emergencies and 50 percent to 70 percent less likely to be admitted to hospital for treatment. However, a milder virus could still put pressure on hospitals as it spreads so fast. The issue remains that any benefit of a milder virus could be wiped out by large number of people catching Omicron. The United Kingdom has set another daily COVID record with 119,789 confirmed cases. There is also uncertainty about what will happen when Omicron reaches older age groups as most of those catching it and going to hospitals so far are under the age of 40. Dr. Jenny Harries, the chief executive of the UK Health Security Agency, said our latest analysis shows an encouraging early signal that people who contract the Omicron variant may be at a relatively lower risk of hospitalization than those who contract other variants. Cases are currently very high in the United Kingdom and even a relatively low proportion requiring hospitalization could result in a significant number of people becoming seriously ill. Omicron is thought to be milder due to a combination of our immunity and changes to the virus itself. The variant is mostly infecting people who have been infected with other variants before or who have been vaccinated. Both give the immune system a head start. However, laboratory studies have also shown changes in how Omicron infects our body. It is better at infecting our airways rather than the deep tissues of our lungs. This could make it easier for the variant to spread, but milder as it is farther away from the delicate parts of the lungs. There are also signs that the effect of booster doses is weaning. Two doses of a vaccine were shown to offer limited protection against catching Omicron, which was then restored with a booster dose. However, the report says this protection drops by between 15 to 25 percent after 10 weeks. This is still better than having no booster dose at all, and the protection against severe disease or death is likely to be even greater. There are no suggestions that a fourth dose will be rolled out in the UK anytime soon and there will be discussions over whether to wait for an update vaccine. The Health and Social Care Secretary, Savid Javid, said the early data was promising and government was monitoring the data hour by hour. But he warned, cases of the variant continue to rise at an extraordinary rate already surpassing the record daily number in the pandemic. Hospital admissions are increasing and we cannot risk the NHS being overwhelmed. Stay tuned to Radio Turks and Caicos. Coming up next is sports.
Provo Aquatics Club swimmer Jaden Davis competed in the 2021 Holiday Championships held in Sunrise, Florida on the 18th and 19th of December. The swim meet was open for up to 400 swimmers. In his recent swim meet win at the annual Piranhas Turkey Classic in Pompano Beach, he won the 50-yard butterfly in 27.85 seconds. In the preliminary round of the Holiday Championships, he lowered that mark to 26.90 seconds to win his heat. In the finals, he won the gold medal in a time of 27.19 seconds. He also won the 100-yard butterfly in a time of 101.88 seconds, reducing his time from 102.7 seconds in the preliminary round. In the 50-yard freestyle, Jaden took the silver in a finals time of 25.24 seconds, just missing out on the gold medal. He repeated this performance in the 100-yard freestyle. In the preliminary round, he swam a time of 56.44 seconds and won the silver medal with a time of 55.33 seconds. The club says that this was a great way to end the 2021 season for Jaden and that they look forward to faster times and more championship wins in 2022. Cricket West Indies on Wednesday announced the launch of ticket sales for the highly anticipated England series next year. While reminding fans that only fully vaccinated fans would be allowed inside to access venues as the COVID-19 pandemic continued unabated. Using CWI's new ticket service, fans can register and purchase selected seats online for the five T20 internationals and three tests, with tickets ranging in price from $20 US to $80 US across four price categories. Season tickets, which will allow fans to witness all five days of a test at a discounted rate, have also gone on sale, CWI said. However, the governing body reminded spectators that in keeping with recent policy and matches staged in Grenada and St. Lucia this year, only those who had been fully vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus would be allowed entry to any of the matches. All fans should be aware that only fully vaccinated spectators against COVID-19 will be allowed into the venues and will be required to bring their vaccination documentation with them to be assured of entry, CWI said in a statement. Fans will need to make sure they are fully vaccinated at least two weeks ahead of the West Indies versus England matches they plan to attend. This brings us to the end of today's newscast. Stay tuned. Up next is a recap of the headlines. And in recapping the headlines for today, the 23rd day of December 2021, locally, Flow TCI announces $25,000 worth of upgrades for local schools. Regionally, Guyana Joint Service Personnel latest to benefit from tax-free bonuses. Internationally, Omicron up to 70% less likely to need hospital care. And in sports, Jaden Davis of the Provo Aquatics Club ends season in stellar fashion. Thank you for joining us for today's newscast. For the RTC News and Production team, I'm Damien Wilson, wishing you guys a wonderful and amazing evening. Of course, as I said earlier, it's the Christmas Eve Eve. So, Enjoy the night. Have a great one. Join us again for another edition of The Nation's Report.